Blog Talk Radio. Breathe in, but 
nothing you can do about no, it. No, but yet how we're being affected by radio waves, okay, is really is really amazing, and um, you know causing all kinds of diseases. It's buffering there. Yeah.
there's some interesting uh, articles here that 10,000 people are protesting in Tel Aviv in support of a just peace against the Gaza war. Famed Israeli author David Grossman said, we won't be able to breathe deeply in Israel as long as the people in Israel feel choked. Uh, in Gaza, rather, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Now, I, just want to, I think I should play this. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, you should, too. I thought I should. Uh, I mean, is he an Israeli citizen? Uh, he's just Jewish. Yeah. yeah. But um, I believe he's... But we're going to take a risk that we're not going to get zapped here tonight. Okay? We're going to play this. Of, of incitement and hatred, 
which increasingly tear up the Israeli society, we stand up to demonstrate for peace and for democracy. The rally at Rabin Square came two days after another demonstration was held to express solidarity with the residents of the communities along the Gaza border. So, you know, the only reason I think we're not being hacked today is because I think they can't stand any more war. 972. Yeah. Uh, I think the only reason they're tolerating us tonight to stay on the air um, is because uh, they need peace there. Well, they definitely okay. should have it. Here's a new I mean, the Israeli people are calling for it. They don't want yeah. A lot of them don't want this. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're just well, being dragged along by their well, own here's, government. Here's a new Catch-22, see, it's like uh, in Gaza. Okay, we've all heard about Israelis' blockade of Gaza, but what does it actually mean? For many people, it could mean no income, no chance of seeing family, and no means of escape. But that's why we were calling for a permanent lifting for the blockade, so that people of Gaza can can travel, live, and uh, trade, and live in dignity. Um, and it says, what is the Gaza blockade? If you live there, it could mean you can't visit family outside of Gaza. And if you do, you can't return. You have no right to return. Because you can't rebuild your home. You, you're unlikely to have a job. You can't fish and you can't farm and you can't trade outside of Gaza. And you can't leave. All right? Yeah. So, pretty sick, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think it is. But, yeah. it's, it's a prison. Yeah, it is a prison. It's, it's a horrible place. Oh, boy. But anyway, uh, here's a, a friend of ours. Uh, said, oh, George Bernard Shaw said, 2% of the people think. 3% of the people think they think, and 95% of the people would rather die than think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he was a cynic, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, he's right. He's so right. But I would play this. Oh. Game. I would play this. <laughs> that should be George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a little, it's a little bit. Why? I don't know. He swears every other sentence, but I mean, we could put it on. The American dream. You have to be asleep to believe it. Well, maybe we should play it anyway, since we seem to be censor-free tonight. This is very good, by the way. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks. It's the same reason that will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions, forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. (laughs) You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the State Houses, the City Hall. They've got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interests. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your Social Security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. 
The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged, and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white-collar, blue-collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on, good, honest, hard-working people continue, these are people of modest means, continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. sweating. 
However, these symptoms may also occur less frequently. There may be no pain in the chest during a heart attack. The majority of people, about 60%, who had a heart attack during their sleep did not wake up. However, if it occurs, the chest pain may wake you up from your deep sleep. If this happens, immediately dissolve two aspirins in your mouth and swallow them with a bit of water. Afterwards, call 911. Phone a neighbor or a family member who lives very close by. Say, heart attack. Say that you have taken two aspirins. Take a seat on your chair or sofa near the front door and wait for their arrival. And do not lie down. A cardiologist has stated that if each person after receiving this email sends it to 10 people, probably one life could be saved. I have already shared this information. How about you? So forward the message if you get it. And yeah, talk to I, people about it. I yeah. wonder why you shouldn't lie down. Uh, I don't know. Didn't say it. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. Uh, Gaza and the propaganda machine. It's kind of interesting by the Guardian. Hmm. Um, they they print a lot more in yeah, well, Europe than yeah, they, they do here. Do, they do, and they're very, they're very uh, much a little more, more open. Yeah, much more open. Hang on one second. Hmm. Oh God, God, I hate it when these things don't come up the way I want them to. It's coming. Just give it some time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gaza and the propaganda machine. This is from the Guardian. The Jewish survivors and descendants of survivors and victims of Nazi genocide, we unequivocally condemn the massacre of Palestine in Gaza. Palestinians in Gaza. Yes, yeah, sir. And the ongoing occupation and colonization of historic Palestine. So the Jewish survivors of the Holocaust are condemning, They're appalled are condemning by the, yeah, the Palestinian uh, occupation. occupation. And... Um, we further condemn the United States for providing Israel with the funding to carry out the attack, and Western states more generally for using their diplomatic muscle to protect Israel from condemnation. Genocide begins with the silence of the world. We are alarmed by the extreme racist dehumanization of Palestinians in the Israeli society, which has reached fever pitch. Uh, politicians and pundits in the Times of Israel and the Jerusalem Post have called openly for genocide of Palestinians, and right-wing Israelis are adopting neo-Nazi insignia. Oh, wow. dear. Isn't that oh, that's sick. I know. But furthermore, we are disgusted and outraged that uh, Ili Wazel's abuse of our history in these pages uh, to promote blatant falsehoods uh, used to justify the unjustifiable. Israelis, uh, Israel's uh, wholesale effort to destroy Gaza and the murder of nearly 2,000 Palestinians, including many hundreds of children, uh, nothing can justify bombing UN shelters, homes, hospitals, and universities. Nothing can justify depriving people of electricity and water. We must raise our collective voices and use our collective power to bring about an end to all forms of racism, including the ongoing genocide of the Palestinian people. We call for an immediate end to the blockade of Gaza. We call for the full economic, cultural, and academic boycott of Israel. And never again must mean uh, never again for anyone. And this is by Heho Meyer, survivor of Auschwitz, the Netherlands. Yeah. By Henri Wajablum, survivor and son of an Auschwitz victim from Lutz, Poland, yeah. Belgium. Norbert Hirsch. Refugee of Nazi genocide and grandson of three uh, people who died in the Shoah in London. Shoah. London. Suzanne Weiss, survivor, survived in hiding in France, whose mother died in Auschwitz from Canada. Felice and Moshe Langer, survivors from Germany. And 30 Jewish survivors of Nazi genocide and 260 children, uh, grandchildren and great-grandchildren and other relatives and survivors. And that's how, that's who was written this stuff. When I encountered Hamas delegates in Gaza in 2010, they bore no resemblance to the fundamentalist characterized by Nobel Peace uh, Laureate Ely Wazel. Uh, they uh, uh, stated they had nothing against the Jews, contrary to their 1988 charter, which needs uh, serious reconsideration. They differentiated between Jews, Zionists, and Israeli occupiers. This was demonstrated by the protection of the Jewish contingent in the Gaza Freedom March when we uh, 
walked with many disabled residents uh, toward the um, areas crossing in the north of Anklev. And uh, there we were warned we might be fired upon by the Israeli border guards uh, should we proceed further. I am sure that there are fanatical elements in Hamas, but according to the United States Institute of Peace, Hamas Political Bureau has been indicating its willingness to explore peace negotiations with Israel for years while keeping its propaganda condemning Israel's existence. Okay. That is, when Israel is not actively attempting to assassinate its leaders and incarcerating its members in the West Bank as they try to form a unity government in Fatah. So there's a, you know, there's, there's a lot of things going on here. But, that we don't hear about. Yeah, there's a tremendous amount of stuff we're not hearing. But uh, that's part of it. And part of it is, you know, there are a lot of people in Israel are pissed off at Israel. All right? At the government. At the government, yeah. They are is they are Jews. They are not Zionists. Yeah. Not every Jew is a Zionist, and not every Zionist is a Jew. Here's something that came up, and I, I really was I thought it was very interesting. Um, ACLU provided this. Uh, it says uh, public protest is legal, even if cops and feds say it isn't. All right, protesters, you have every right to peacefully assemble to exercise your First Amendment rights to protest. Protest in traditional public forums, such as streets, sidewalks, and parks, so long as you aren't blocking traffic. Protest without a permit is in response to recent events. Distribute leaflets and other literature on public sidewalks without a permit. Uh, Photograph or videotape cops. So all of these things are, are, are very, very, very important, guys. You know, you have the ability to do that, okay? So don't think you can't videotape a cop. Don't think that you can't, um, you know, distribute leaflets or organize. And I'm hoping we can do that. So, mm. you know, yeah, again, in uh, our area. Ah, this is something that, um, this is a statement that, that kind of freaked me out. From Ayn Rand? Yeah, it says, when you see that in order to produce, you need to obtain permission from men who produce nothing. When you see that money is flowing to those who deal not in goods but in favors, when you see that men get richer by graft and by pull than by work, and your laws don't protect you against them but protect them against you, when you see corruption being rewarded and honesty becoming a self-sacrifice, you may know that your society is doomed. And she wrote this in Atlas Shrugged in 1957. Well, we're, we're, we're there, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. Kind of scary. This one was so weird. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah I'm not going to show it, but this is so weird. There's some guy, I don't know what country this was from, but there was a flood. Mm-hmm. And a, a guy in a Jeep was driving on the sidewalk, right? And drove himself and kept driving right into the water. Right oh, until he covered the top of the whole thing. Oh, my God. And yeah, I mean, the guy was a complete idiot. I mean, he kept he kept driving and driving and driving and deeper and deeper and deeper into the water. Why did he turn Because he's an idiot. And, and the guy filming I hope he didn't it, die. No, he jumped out. But the thing was, the funny thing was, the guy was the guy that was filming it was laughing like him. The people that were filming it were laughing like hell at how stupid he was. Yeah. And he just... Rolled the jeep right into the water and kept driving and driving and driving it deeper and deeper and deeper into the water and just until it covered up over the top. The guy nearly drowned. It's unbelievable. Anyway, (laughs) if you believe that Tylenol is medicine and marijuana isn't, you might not know that 100 people will die this year from using Tylenol, whereas no one has ever died from cannabis. And prohibition and safe lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let me keep going. Okay. Uh, what is taking uh, a little bit before these things come up? You want to go to a little music break? Yeah. While you look for the remainder of things that yeah. you have? Why don't you do that, Leo? 
and then, you, then we can, we'll go to a little music break, folks, yeah. and then we can pull up the rest of the things that we have, so yeah. we we'll a little more on top of it. Monsanto to small claims court 
and will be granted the amount and avoid any gag clause Monsanto is famous for during negotiations with suits against people they fight. While this may seem simple enough, and it is, it is an example of how little farmers are in the know uh, how to... Uh, Forearm themselves and beat Monsanto before they get dragged into a situation right. that typically causes great harm to the heritage the farmer has built. This is a situation where knowledge truly is the power. We applaud Santo team for its continued efforts in exposing the truth through its research and ask you to help support the film we know will bring greater awareness to this devilish GMO landscape. Please visit the page now and join the team of artists making the difference for all of us. Um, and uh, I share this, but it's http uh, um, colon double slash double forward slash igg dot me. Yeah, this is crazy. No, just yeah, go no to there. Gonna, no, no one's going to be able to do it. I don't even know the site. They, they didn't even state the site, which is really sucks. Um, well, just put your stick cursor and we'll go right to it. Yeah, I will. See what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Santo. Santo 7.13. No, Indiegogo. Indiegogo? Right up there on the left. Okay. Well, Indiegogo. Okay. Indiegogo. That's the, uh, that's the website. Yeah. Right?
rental companies do not buy. Aunt, Aunt Jemima? Yeah, I can't read that. Oh, God. That's too bad. Yeah, you can't really yeah, see it. Yeah, and they screw up the, their whole website. Yeah. So let's see, Aunt Jemima. Can't read any of these things. Lean Cuisine. Yeah. Mata, Maria Calder. Yeah. Uh, Nabisco, Nature Valley, Ocean Spray. Cadbury, Capri Sun, Carnation, uh, Chef Boyardee, Coca-Cola, um... only being killed there. How about Merck's Gardasil vaccination is killing preteens? Want to listen to that? Uh, sure. Uh-huh. Here's one. You can't show titles of cause, but... Thanks for joining me on Experimental Vaccines News Blitz. Daily News. Wisconsin mom, did HPV vaccine kill my 12-year-old daughter? Mysterious death of Meredith Pohaska being investigated in Waukesha. Mother thinks it was caused by vaccination against a sexually transmitted virus. Now hold on for a second. Isn't she 12 years old? Why are we giving 12-year-olds vaccinations against sexually transmitted diseases? They shouldn't be having sex, right? And then we're skipping the whole sexually transmitted part. We're giving them the virus through a needle. Mm-hmm. 
Let's keep pushing forward here. I found it on three other places. Mail online. Did the HPV vaccine kill my daughter? Mother demands answers after healthy and active daughter, 12, collapses and dies after getting a vaccine. Go on. I found it here on the Milwaukee, Wisconsin Journal, the Sentinel. Investigation and death of 12-year-old continues. Now, I think what needs to happen is what happened over here in Utah. Look, the Salt Lake Tribune. Utah health official bans Gardasil, stirring controversy. And then, on the other side of the ocean, over here on Medscape, I found Japan withdraws the HPV vaccine recommendations for girls due to the concerns of adverse effects. And also, I did a report last year on the Gardasil vaccine causing ovarian failure. You can find all the links to everything that I showed you are always below my videos. I'll see you later, my friends. That's something to be concerned about. You don't want to get your kids inoculated with that. I call on my friends, family, and loved ones to rise up against my real killers. I wish I had some more time. I wish I could have the hope of freedom and see my family once again. But that ship has failed. This is James Rightful, an American citizen of your country. Uh, I don't think government. This is a, this is a video, and they cut this fast. Oh, my God.
pop-up. This is from Salon? Yeah, another, another, another You've got the. Okay. You. Okay. You've got the anti Charles talk. The man doesn't want coke for our self confidence. The coke and their um, allies are taking a stage for Senator Rand Paul and trying to dress up their free market anti union welfare slashing 21st century feudalism as the answer to persistent African-American unemployment, even as the economy recovers under President Obama. Unbelievably, Koch invoked Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as an ally in, in a stunning USA Today op-ed, how to really turn the economy around, which is essentially an argument for deregulating business, slashing welfare programs, enforcing low-wage work on the poor in the name of ennobling power of employment. With laughable coke paternalism, he shares life lessons from his father, Fred, an oil industry magnet and the John Birch Society founder. Yep. When I was growing up, my father had me spend free, my free time working at unpleasant jobs, Coke tells us. Most Americans understand that taking a job and sticking with it, no matter how unpleasant or low of paying, is a vital step toward the American dream. Not only does Koch fail to mention that he was the son of a very wealthy man when he worked those unpleasant jobs, he cites King as someone who agrees with him. There are no dead-end jobs. The Kochs, by the way, also fund educational groups that oppose the minimum wage. If a man is called to be a street sweeper, Cope uh, quotes King, he should, street, he should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say, here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. This guy's insane, isn't he? This, isn't from, insane? this from a man who himself joined the John Birch Society in the mid-1960s while it was targeting King as a communist. Koch is right about one thing. King was indeed a great admirer of street sweepers. In fact, he was murdered visiting Memphis to fight for the rights of city sanitation workers to join a union. Invoking King on behalf of his low-wage, union-busting, anti-minimum wage agenda is despicable. But Koch apparently thinks his money can buy him anything, including the right to claim King's legacy. He's wrong. King died, by the way, while supporting uh, AFSCME, the union representing the Memphis sanitation workers, AFSCME uh, honored Dr. King by making the painful yet correct decision to end a, a partnership with the United Negro College Fund after UNCF accepted $25 million from the Cokes to establish a Koch Scholars Program for black students. UNCF had Dr. Michael Lomax, who did, that, that dignified the annual Koch Summit, with plots uh, its right-wing uh, free market strategy in June along Republican senators and right-wing think tankers, along with their UNCF donors, our uh, donations. UNICEF donations. Yeah, no, no, wait. Uh, United Negro College Fund donation, which the Kochs widely publicized. Child Koch's op-ed represents a new front in their public relations uh, battle. Neither their billions in wealth nor their trademark political stealth have served to insulate them from the criticism and scorn. When asked about the Koch brothers, a recent George Washington University poll found that both, uh, most people surveyed hadn't heard of them, but 25% had negative feelings versus 13 who had positive feelings. And that's bad news for our duo who have tried to keep their political activities uncovered. They apparently believe that funding African-American Koch scholars and invoking Dr. King can convince black voters they're not the enemy. But quoting King on the dignity of street sweepers while forgetting or never knowing that he died while fighting for their right to unionize is at best boneheaded, at worst disrespectful. It won't convince many Koch doubters. Charles Koch's billionaire, billions can't buy 
King's legacy or King's blessing for his radical far-right agenda, which opposes everything King stood for, but he probably can afford better growth writers. Anyway, it's time to go. And, uh, you know, Coke, you know. Oh, boy, they're terrible. Get out of this world, please. Just get out of this world. Leave us all alone. And uh, stop denying and defiling, you know, the great leaders of our centuries. So, anyway, I want to thank everybody who joined us tonight. And want to ask you to join us tomorrow night when we have our union news and views and more environmental issues and uh, we talk about things like this. So uh, good night, good night, everybody. Good night, folks. Have a good evening and talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be great. Good night. Well, I was hoping to say good night. Good night, everyone.